Welcome to Fans Assemble, where we come together to talk about all the things we fan over, like comic books, movies, sports, or anything else that we love. We hope you enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, and go. Hello, everybody. Back to Fans Assemble. And I'll probably play the intro. We talked about comic books. Well, I tell you, we talk about comic books, movies, uh, MMA, other sports, but something we didn't list down is boxing. No, we're not going to talk about Deontay Wilder's last fight. We're not going to talk about Andrew Reese's last fight. Well, we're here to talk about Jake Paul, the problem child, fighting Anderson Silva, the former UFC champion and overall legend. And here to talk about it today with me is Mike. And I brought on Mike, if you listen to our MMA podcast, you know, we always have him on because, you know, he follows the sport very well. But there, I, I believe in my heart there is no better person for this show, for this episode than Mike, uh, because he's been following Jake Paul's career pretty much since he went pro. And we're about to get into who we think is going to win, our reactions to the announcement and what we think the fight's going to look like. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an intro of uh, what's going on with this event. So it's taking place October 29th, this Saturday in Glendale, Arizona, at the Desert Diamond Arena. Jake Paul is 5-0. and He fights out of Cleveland, Ohio, six foot one, orthodox. So he is a right-handed fighter versus Anderson Silva, who is fighting out of Sao Paulo, Brazil, the Spider Silva. He's three and one with two TKO wins. He is six foot two in his southpaw. And I believe this fight is being held at 190 pounds uh, cash weight. And a little bit of background, Jake Paul. He's coming off of his two fights against the former UFC welterweight champion, Tyron Woodley. One, uh, so the last one he won via, T- I believe, KO. Yeah, it's officially KO. And the one before that, he won by split decision. And before that, he fought Ben Askren to win by TKO. And then Anderson Silva, his last fight was against the former UFC light heavyweight champion, Tito Ortiz. And then he defeated, and then before that, he beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And uh, so basically, that's uh, the event. And Mike, what, what did you think? Because we all had different reactions when this fight was announced. What did you think when you heard that Jake Paul was going to be fighting Anderson Silva? As a Jake Paul, someone who's been following Jake Paul, did you think this is the right step? Oh, this is a bad move for Jake. This is too soon. Or is it about time that he fought somebody like this? What did you think when the fight was announced? Well, I didn't expect this. This definitely wasn't on the short list of, of especially, you know, like UFC um, legends or champions to have fought. So immediately to me, what was the thing was that this is going to be his most difficult fight. And that's really the the key. Um, My expectation was that Jake Paul was going to face some sort of lower level, like professional boxer who specifically is a boxer, which he was supposed to. um, But, uh, you know, for a lot of different reasons. And there's a lot of. There was matches with like Tommy Fury and. Rahman at the Garden, that 
got scrapped, whether it was weight issues, whether you know Dana liked to conspire that it was they didn't sell yes, enough. Dana food. White has his conspiracy, yes. Maybe he's right, but you know, I, I, I was expecting someone more aligned. I mean, this Fury fight was dodged forever. It just something that isn't gonna happen when it was supposed to twice, but um yeah, I think Anderson Silva from uh, presents his most difficult fight. And that's the most important thing for him to do is win a fight where of increasing difficulty. And you notice like mm-hmm. right, so he went from you know fellow content creator online to a retired yeah. basketball player Nate Robinson, who unfortunately yeah. just came out he's suffering from kidney failure. So uh, best of luck to him and hopefully he can uh, you know get out of that and hopefully live you know a, a healthier life. Um, and you know, then he moved into Askren, who we all know is not a striker or a boxer by any means. Um, onto mm-hmm. Woodley, you know, and who Woodley, and has then power, onto... but he's not really like a right. Striker. So now, what's the key difference to Anderson Silva outside of just his excellent UFC career? We all know how great Anderson Silva was. Um, not to take anything away from Woodley or Askren, but they're not Anderson Silva. Even now, he, he's like. Uh... I believe he's in his he's forty he's in his forties, Anderson. But even now, I would say he's probably better than those two in boxing. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. He has experience boxing. He's doing it a little bit more. He's been into it. He's had a couple fights in the ring, so he's gotten a little bit used to it. You know, the whole craft. He's gotten victories, and that's what makes this the most intriguing fight. Because the main criticism is, oh, Jake needs to fight a boxer. And while he's not fighting a career-long boxer, he's at least now fighting someone with real experience in professional boxing fights. And, you know, this creates a real, real dilemma because now it's like, well, what's actually going to happen? It's like I was decently confident in Jake, like going back to the Askren fight, like that was when we're, and even then, like I didn't have a lot of confidence. But after he put yeah. down, you know, after he sat down through the three hours of concerts and got to the, you know, fight, <laughs> yes, um, he put down Askren, you know, and some people were like, oh, it was stopped too soon. Askren was just taking a dive for the payday. Yeah, the yeah. dive. Which, you know, look, um, you know, people are going to have the conspiracy theories and people are going to try and ridicule someone who, quite frankly, is totally like blowing up the orthodoxies of the sport. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's really, really like, and I can understand if you're a boxing purist and you truly just love the sport and it's formatting and it's history, like I could see why you would despise Jake Paul. Yeah. But the, the number one thing to me is not only like, you know, forget himself, but he's creating economic opportunity for a lot of guys to yeah. earn a nice final paycheck, you know, after their careers mm-hmm. have kind of reached their, their plateau. Um, you know, and that's always good to see. Um, one way to look at it positively. Um, but also, he just makes more headlines for boxing in general. I, I, I like to contribute, I think he contributes to that as well. You'd like to hope, right? Um, that the people who tune into Jake Paul for the entertainment and the shock factor also end up watching other boxing as a result. Exactly. Get into it. Like I said, it's not a total negative. Um, like I said, if you're a purist and you're a very conservative person into regards to how promoters should promote themselves and the steps they should take to building their career, and especially a lot of fighters like spend all this time training and going through 
amateur fights and low-level pro fights for not a lot of money, you know, then you have someone like this who just kind of like immediately is like, yeah, main eventing. He's like five and zero. Right, he's right on yeah. Showtime. He got on Showtime already. You know, I'm sure he's getting paid more than other five and zero boxers. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like you know, I, I could see the opposition, but at the same time, like there are positives for the sport um, that can come out of the career of Jake Paul. Um, I think a big problem too going right now, to me as someone who's been watching him, and I kind of just more of like the entertainment factor. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of love seeing the negative animosity towards him, like the people who are, okay, yeah. him, you know, like I always like someone who generates controversy because that's ultimately how things get better and prosper, right? Because like, you know, if you want to see the sport change in one way, or you want to see it stay the way it was, then ultimately it's, it's, someone's going to have to rise to the occasion and someone's going to have to walk out of this with the momentum. And, you know, all great ideas and all great things don't survive long without discourse. So I think at the same time, having someone like this from the outside totally like shake up the atmosphere of the sport um, will only serve to make boxing better for those who have always loved it and cared about it and, and followed it and enjoyed it and participated in it because then it makes them realize what, what's so great about it to them. Right. And it's, mm. it's, it's very um, like all combat sports, whether it's, you know, um, you know, the honor and tradition of fighting another, another man or woman and, and getting in there and all the training and hard work and grind that it is to build a successful career in these kind of sports, the damage you do to your body, in the process, um, not even just from the fights themselves, but the weight cutting and all these different things like, you know, the time away from your family and the time away from other commitments and the sacrifice. So like all those things can be appreciated more when you see someone come along that you feel is, is disparaging that, right? And that's mm-hmm. only going to help your opinion and feelings grow stronger. So, you know, for all the boxing purists and all the people who really hate what Jake Paul's doing, um, I think he should just be your motivation to support the sport more and love the sport more in all mm-hmm. its other arenas where you truly love it. And, you know, it should light a fire in people like to, to really um, be motivated to, to protect and defend the sport they love. Um, and, and I noticed one thing too, like you see a lot of people like, like I have friends and I know people and I read it online too, just people commenting on Twitter and all these different places. Like you have all these people with Jake, like basically sitting here, like saying about how he's not like, he's a disgrace to boxing. And I'm like, you never watch boxing in your life. Like I got one yeah. friend and he's There's definitely there, like, way worse people. In yeah, like I've, got, I've got one friend who's like, Jake Paul's a disgrace. He needs to fight a real boxer. This is a disgrace to boxing. I'm like, when did you ever spend a dollar or even a second of your time watching boxing? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm never watching boxing again, but you never started. <laughs> right. Like, like, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. But, um, so there's also that, like, that's comical to me, but, um, I do think it's interesting, um, this whole thing. And I think it creates, you know, positive. Yeah. It's positives and negatives. And, um, 
it's um but going back to the fight um I, I think this really is one of the situations like is Jake Paul actually going to lose? Like you know, I thought the same exact thing. At this point, it's like if he didn't lose to Woodley, like is he really gonna lose to any UFC fighter in a boxing? Even if it's like a, a split decision, like narrow decision, like yeah, and he gets beat up and looks vulnerable at times, like the first Woodley fight. Like, is he really gonna walk out? Like, because then this whole like this whole thing was for nothing. Like if he just loses to Silva, and I said, like, how does he bounce back from that? I feel like yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Does. Like this is not how the story should end. Right, like he's already running out of steam. Like amongst me and my friends who like him, like, like he hasn't fought in a while, right? And there's been all these different things. The fight's getting canceled. The guy's backing out. Yeah, and we really just kind of like, well, you're gonna fight or not? Like we need to see. Yeah. Um, and and some of the like, ideal fights are gone, like the Fury one, right? That was the most ideal. Now it's like, like you said, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And, and like, I, I, my main thing that I love about these fights with the UFC guys is like, like I said, just to let them get paid. Like, you want to see guys get paid, um, you know, in all aspects of life. But, you know, sport promotes a unique opportunity for people with talents to make more money than the average person. And, and you know, all the money you make, even, you know, if you accelerate to being a champion in the UFC, like, yeah, you can always make more, right? And it's always, uh, so it's kind of like, yeah, want, it's good for both sides. Yeah. You know, but you want to see someone, you know, continue to get a payday. Cause like I said, you're going to get older and you're going to have needs and some of that money might be gone and, you know, um, because you got to sustain yourself for your whole life after this. You know, you retire from the sport. So even with a couple million dollars or you made, you know, you got to um, make it last. So, you know, and to see continuity, like, you know, these are, you know, this is an arena, I think, where people can separate the tradition from the spectrum. Yeah, yeah it's where, like, I think what you and I are looking at is, like, it's entertainment. I mean, there's still, like, the sport part of it, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, we want to be entertained a little bit, at least. So that's what this it's, is. I think you can separate the Jake Paul fights from real traditional boxing title yeah. fights. And like, we're not going to be like, all right, he wins and he fights Canelo. Like, no, we're not going to do that. These, like, these are totally separate. And it's the same sport, but it's a totally separate entity. And I get these are professional fights. They're counting to a pro record. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you have to separate these things from each other. And if you do that, I think you can find a healthy appreciation for both. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing is, like, if you hate the guy, right, and you hate Jake Paul, like, why are you patronizing him? Like, why are you buying the fight to root against him and you're disappointed every time? Or why are you spending your time and giving him views on YouTube and giving him clicks on Twitter and, and giving him the platform? Like, that's the thing. Like, someone like Jake Paul is also, like, only fueled by, like, that the amount of people he pushes off. Right? So it's, like, all yeah. the people who are, like, rooting for him to lose and get his, you know, his butt kicked. Well, he's him. the problem child. So. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's also the thing, too. Like, it's 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 kind of, like... It's basically boxing with the characterization and dramatization of like yeah. professional wrestling. 
Yeah, like, these are all people we know. These are all celebrities, kind right, of. Like, it's like it's it's basically it's basically like a soap you know, opera. Kind of. Right, it's it's a show, you know, and and obviously Jake Paul's ambitions, whether it's just money or whether like he is trying to build towards something bigger in boxing. I, mean, I don't know how like long he's gonna do this for. That's the real thing, too. Like, Wait, let's get with this. You're moving past the fight now, Mike. Let's stick to the silver fight. So you're leaning towards. So we'll get back to that. What the what's next for him? What could be for the future? Yeah. But so what? So how do you think he beats Silva? Like, how do you think the fight looks like? You know, I I had mentioned it before. I think this is going to be like the original Woodley fight. Okay. Yeah, um, I, like, I, I think he's gonna have rounds of vulnerability where he'll get pushed up against the ropes, and you know he'll look kind of poor and tired, like especially in the middle rounds. Um, but I think he'll recover, and I think it will be interesting to see too because like he's obviously investing heavily in training, like he's not yeah. not working hard. Um, I think he's doing enough to like try to get better and improve. Um, he is putting in work. So I think the main thing from the start is looking at, like, how much better does he look? Yeah, I, right? do, I do think he's like, going to look a lot better than the last right, like if he Like, if he doesn't look drastically improved, then I think that is actually the worst thing for him. Like, he needs yeah. to show that he actually is improving in technique and, and ability. Um, so if he comes out looking a lot sharper and, like, totally different than the Woodley fight, um, the Woodley fight, I should say, um, then I think you know, maybe there's a finish lined up, but I just don't see Jake losing, and I just don't see him knocking out Silva. So I kind of just think this oh, one's in the middle. Oh, yeah. one um, I see your logic. And it go, it'll be a tight decision win, and he'll walk out still undefeated. It'll be a little unsatisfying. <laughs> That's funny but, because... I mean, everyone wants to see someone get knocked out, right? It's, you know, especially especially thing with... like this, right? For this to be a show, it needs a finish. Yeah, this yep. is what the celebrity boxing should be about, right? Like people right. getting hurt and stuff like that. Right, you want to uh, see a big finish attached to these things. Yeah, yeah. We want some like a, like a storyline, some drama. Uh, I actually think very, I'm actually very similar to you. I think it's going to be similar to the Woodley fight too, the first one, where like Jake's going to look good. I know his game plan, he said, is to put a lot of volume in front of Anderson to make him feel like the age difference between the two of them, which could be kind of dangerous because, you know, we watch Anderson Silva forever. Like he's right. very dangerous of like a counter striker. So I think, uh, so that means Jake would have to be in his face, but like not committing too much. Right. Which. Well, what I want to say too is like, okay, we're also looking at like how Jake comes out. Is he technically better? But then yeah. it's also like, how seriously is Anderson taking the fight? Yeah, I was thinking that too. He could just so be joking the first, around the whole time. That, right, that's the second part of it. So it's like, because if if Anderson really, really tries to slug this guy, he's going to do it. I tell him yeah. it's, it's going to be unavoidable. Like he's just that good of a professional. So it's just a matter, I think, of Jake's situation too. Like, how badly does Silva want to finish him? Yeah, I think so too. I think if Anderson comes in like kind of like being playful, you know how he does that thing where like he's like, "Come on, come on," and he's like waving his hands and like running at guys. I think that could like get him into trouble. But then again, like 
because we've seen Anderson do that. And he gets caught sometimes. But then again, like Jake, he may be like, remember, like uh, you saw the picture of like him and Logan beating Anderson when like they were like thirteen or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was like, if you're Jake, you know, like we're fans of uh, Anderson, and you see Anderson Silva running at you, you like, oh crap! Or like in the UFC, like he just knocked the guy out after this. So I'll be right. like you said, I think Jake has to improve, like you know, just be a little bit more seasoned and a little bit sharper. Of course, that would be the key for him. So that's why I came to the conclusion as well. I think that uh, I, I do believe Anderson, he will, I don't know, play with him, but he'll kind of like treat this as like fun because him and like Jake are kind of like, seem like very friendly to each other. And whenever Anderson was very friendly in a fight, he kind of like just coasted a little bit. And I think Jake may throw more volume than him. And then uh, and then maybe they pick, Anderson will pick it up in the middle, but then it's going to be too late probably, I think. So that's why I, I agree with you. I think Jake Paul is going to win via a very small decision. I, I can see um I see Anderson getting like a finish, but uh, I just think like you said, like we have many more fights to do with Jake Paul. So I don't I don't see that uh you know this and the Anderson thing will slow him down unless it's like super dramatic and he gets knocked out. I, I kind of yeah. agree with you. So so you were getting into the um I have a question. You and I are both picking Jake Paul to win via decision. And Anderson is, of course, is a very viable guy to win, of course. He's old. He's you know a little bit bigger. He's a lot bigger than Tyron and Ben were. He fits the weight class a little bit more. You know, of course, he's a real striker. He has good footwork, unlike those two. And, of course, the experience and the calm and things like that. But if Jake were to win, right, he's going to level. That means he's kind of leveled up from before. Which I don't, that could mean like he thought he was good and now he's great or he was okay and now he's good. But if he wins, do you think we will eventually ever get a, this, I ask you this question as a friend, do you think we'll ever get Logan Paul versus Jake Paul? <laughs> well, that's definitely it, on like a fantasy list of mine. Yeah, it'd be funny, right? You know, in the world of something like, you know, obviously in the world of boxing and MMA and, and combat sports, it's obviously very difficult to overfight. You know, you have to, you know, a lot of guys do fight multiple times in a year and Jake was doing that. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have to focus on self-preservation. You can't get too carried away with it. You also need to avoid oversaturating your, your market. Like, and, you know, I, I think Jake will still be a draw and Jake versus Logan would absolutely be a draw. But you just have to be careful about overdoing things and being too much of a show. So yeah. that may be um, it, right? That may be too much. Yeah, like that, you know, and, and do like two brothers really want to like fight each other? You know, yeah, is it worth it? Yeah, like, true. You know, the money at stake and the things like that could make it so. But um, I, I think it's one of those things that would be awesome to watch. Yeah. I don't know how. Like, Realistic. in terms of, like, the excitement for the fight. That will happen. Um, but, I, I mean, it's definitely on the short list for, like, Jake Paul's future possibilities, win or lose. I definitely feel like loses this fight to Anderson Silva. Then I think he's needed. He's going to need to just try and, like, suck as much money out of boxing as he can. And not worry about the quality of opponents and just instead focus on making every penny he can before it's over. Um, but... 
if he does win the fight, then I think he needs to stay focused and committed to facing actual fighters. Um, I mean, he probably really does, after Anderson Silva, need to face like a legitimate boxer, even if it's a lower level one. Um, you know, like how someone like, you know, but then that becomes an issue of draw. So it's like that might have been a balance. Yeah. Right. That might have been a problem with the Rahman fight. Like, but a big part of the reason, like a lot of like, for example, like a lot of UFC, like, you know, loyalists are going to tune into watching Anderson Silva, Woodley, guys like that. Like, they're going to want to watch it, whether they're paying for it or not is another story. But they're going to be ears and eyes glued to it, paying attention. Um, and there's a lot of people who are a real interesting thing. Like, I wonder if people in Brazil are like really into this. Yeah, because there they was always something <laughs> Anderson, but this is like a different yeah. deal, I guess. Yeah, you know, like I wonder like how much like foreign like interest. That's something I haven't really looked into. Like before, like someone who's from another country, like Anderson Silva, um, was facing Jake Paul. I'm just curious, like what kind of like interest there is outside America. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't like, think of that. Like, Brazilians pay attention to this fight, but um. Because Brazilians are interested in, you know, I was saying this stuff is you know, from there, but you know, a lot of times there is a lot of interest in what goes on in America. Um, yeah, especially your sports like this. Yeah, so like, I, it, that's something to pay attention to too. So, like, is that another idea for like Jake Paul? Like, try to focus on facing guys from like international markets next. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of business and marketing that goes into this and. Uh, but the main thing first, right, is like win this fight and then focus on tomorrow. Yeah, of course. Like I want to think about like him versus Nate. Like as we know, Nate's not under the UFC contract. But like you he said, like he has to win. Nate Diaz is a guy who's like got a million things he could do next. So he's in like a prime position to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Which is good for him. But um, you know, I think he's going to pick this if he can. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably the easiest payday you can get. Um, yeah. In terms of just, but it's just a matter of you know what he's got on his bucket list and what what does he want to do with the money? Yeah, you know, so it's like um, you know, there's a lot of things, but you know, like we said, see what happens with the guy in front of you first, and then, you know, I mean, look, the thing for Jake is that like there are people who genuinely like him, like and are rooting for him to succeed, mm-hmm. like me, for example. Um, but at the same time, there's more people that want to see him fail and want to see him go away. That's perfect. That's what you or, or just think he's cringe. So like I saying, even like if he loses to Anderson Silva, even if it's like avoiding a finish, like the embarrassment of losing is really going to rain down on him and he's going to have to, uh, you know, he's going to have to adjust and, and figure out how to like navigate that kind of world. Like, I don't know. Does a loss mean the end of boxing for him? That's another thing we have to think about. Yeah. I always think about that too. Like, is he, does he stop once he loses or will he try to keep going? And, and, you know, um, there's a million different questions. And I think that's the, the, the real appeal to this. It's freshness. It's the idea that, that we could see some things we never would have imagined happening. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and it makes I think it fun. And it makes it interesting. And yeah, I think I'm gonna make an announcement right now. No matter what happens, you know, most likely if Jake wins, we'll do this. 
But after the fight, we'll probably have a post-fight show. We'll talk a little bit about, like, if he calls someone out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, obviously there will be a big aftermath to fall out of this. Yeah, um, exactly. So I think and, there's a lot to synthesize about it mm-hmm. and, and, and ponder. But, um, you know, like I said, we got to see what actually happens in the ring where it matters the most. All right. So that's the end of uh, our preview and quick show for Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Me and Mike, we gave you hopefully a good rundown. Basically, if you didn't know anything about Jake Paul versus Anderson, now you're all caught up. You know what to expect in the fight physically. You know what to expect. Everything going outside the ring. Please like and comment and subscribe. Who you think is going to win as well. Tell us in the comment section below. Please check out our other Jake Paul video where I break down the more intricate and subtle parts of his technical game. And uh, watch out for more of our content. See you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you were listening to, please subscribe to Fans Assemble. And if you can, please give us a rating. Do it for the audio world. They need you. Thank you.